In the name of one God who creates, redeems, and sustains us. Amen. I used to love traveling to other countries. It's part of why I chose to go and live in the Middle East. You are a hop, skip, and a jump away from Europe and Africa and Asia and all of these places that I had always wanted to visit. It was great. And then I came to St. Cross. And St. Cross, you changed me. You did. St. Cross introduced me to pilgrimage, a concept that I knew, I understood, but I hadn't truly practiced. And I started here by teaching our youth about pilgrimage and accompanying them as we sought to walk where other faithful Christians had walked and to pray where other faithful Christians had prayed for hundreds and sometimes well over a thousand years. And after a few youth pilgrimages, the adults, much like those Israelites out in the desert, they began to grumble. <laughs> well, when were they going to get to go on a pilgrimage? And so we started doing adult pilgrimages too. And with pilgrimage, I can continue my joy of travel, but I have found that my travel is richer because with each and every step, with each and every conversation, it seems sometimes just around every corner, I draw nearer and nearer to God. Three weeks ago, 20 pilgrims from St. Cross set off to the Holy Land. And we met up with the other half of our group from Reverend Laurel's church in Carmel Valley. And together we arrived in Israel and Palestine. And on that first day, we gathered with our group leader and we were asked, why did we even come on pilgrimage, much less to this somewhat volatile place? Why did we come and what did we hope to get out of it? Each person had their own unique answer. And yet each person, I can say, yearned for something. Connection. Learning or maybe just deeper relationship. Each person in that room, each person who we, we walked with, chose to become a pilgrim, not a tourist, so that they could be drawn into deeper relationship with God and quite frankly with one another. And the Gospel of John which we will hear from for the next few weeks during this time of Lent, is exactly about being drawn into deeper relationship with God. You see, in the Gospel of John, there is no poof, and now you are a firm believer in Jesus. No, in the Gospel of John, it's about actively choosing to be drawn into deeper relationship. This week we have Nicodemus coming in the dark of night. We'll get back to Nicodemus in a second. 
He comes searching Jesus. And in the weeks coming up, we will hear Jesus' conversation with the Samaritan woman at the well seeking living water. We will hear about the rabbis and the blind man having a discussion about what does sin look like. And then we will have Martha talking to Jesus not so happily about the death of her brother Lazarus. Each and every one of these gospel readings, each week we will hear Jesus engage in conversations Engage in conversations that are meant to challenge us. They're meant to invite us. They're meant to enlighten us as to what it means to follow Jesus, the Son of God. And every week as we hear these stories from the Gospel of John, we can ask ourselves, what is the life that Jesus is offering us in these words today? This week, we get Nicodemus, a Pharisee, a learned man, a teacher of the law of Israel to others. He was very important. Nicodemus seeks out Jesus, this rabbi, wanting to learn more, wanting to understand just what is Jesus about. The Pharisees had already admitted that Jesus was a teacher sent from God because of signs that he had performed, including claiming out the money changers from the temple. But Nicodemus comes searching something more, asking about what does it mean to follow? What does it mean to be born of God, born of the Spirit? And does Nicodemus, after this one conversation, understand right away? No. Not really. But we'll see Nicodemus again in a few chapters of the Gospel of John. And then we see Nicodemus with Joseph of Arimathea after the crucifixion. Nicodemus is perhaps the person who reminds us that following Jesus is a journey. Not necessarily a destination. Following Jesus is ongoing revelation. It is never a one and done. In the Gospel of John, there is no such thing as belief. You have it or you don't have it. It is always an active verb. The act of believing. It is an ongoing continuous action. It's never used as a noun or an object or a place that one can attain and hold on to. Our understanding of our faith can only be seen in the lens of this ongoing continuous action because faith is not an accomplishment. 
And when we talk about faith being this ongoing action, it is counterintuitive to the world that we live in. An ongoing action? Well, that's just exhausting. What do you mean I will never get to tick the box or circle the hidden figure or you know, line up your row of candies so that it disappears and you know that you can accomplish, you had accomplished the task before you. The thought that we can never fully get there might be seen as a cause for frustration. And yet I say it is not. Perhaps faith following, believing is an ongoing, never finalized accomplishment means that we have the daily opportunity to grow. We have the daily opportunity to see God's revelation working in the world around us because it is never fully accomplished. Every morning we get to wake up And we don't just get to wonder, but we get to look forward to where we are going to meet God in the day ahead. Where is it that we are going to get to see Jesus? Where is it that we are going to get to practice our belief in Jesus and maybe even have it grow deeper because our faith, as I said, is a never-ending journey. It's not never-ending work or never-ending task. Rather, it is the ongoing, rich experience. It is the opportunity to see and to share God's never-ending love. It is the opportunity to experience God's never-ending revelation never-ending wonder, never-ending mercy, to see God's never-ending glory each and every day. So in this season of Lent, you don't have to board a plane and fly to the Holy Land to be on pilgrimage because during Lent, we are all pilgrims. We are called into what is called the wilderness of Lent on a pilgrimage yearning for the same thing as those who traveled did. We yearn for connection to Jesus. We yearn to learn more about Jesus. We yearn to be drawn into deeper relationship with Jesus. We are called into this pilgrimage through the wilderness in a concerted effort to put aside those things that distract us from our relationship with God. Or perhaps we're called into this pilgrimage to take on those things that are going to point us towards a deeper relationship with God. So whether you have started Lent or have already fallen off your Lenten wagon. Perhaps you've been going full steam ahead for a whole week and a half. It does not matter, for no 
that this time is sacred. Believe that this time is sacred. For it is a gift of time. Time for us, like Nicodemus, to do nothing but draw near to God. Amen.